Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, yo, and Jordan. This week, we're going to be taking a look at Women in Music Part 3 by Haim, released in 2020, and it was picked by Nick. Nick, why did you choose this, this album? Uh... I've loved Heim for a long time. Oh, that that rhymed. Even rhymed. rhymed Wait, Heim that rhymed hard. too. Oh, oh my god! I was hearing oh that. Oh my it's, god! Um, it's all rhyming. <laughs> but uh, I have enjoyed their music for for quite some time. Um, I think I really got into them in their when their second album. It wasn't right when it came out, but I kind of honestly I couldn't even tell you how I found it. Um, they're just kind of one of those bands that I listened to in early college and high school that I enjoyed and then they took a little bit of time off and then they came out with another album like I think their last album before this one came out in 2017 mm-hmm. so, so was that and three? they um, huh three years yeah mm-hmm. and uh, they they were going to come out with uh, women in music part three like earlier in the year and then COVID happened and they were like oh we're gonna push it back and then they were like you know we're just gonna release it in the summer like we know everyone wants to hear it who cares so gotcha because they, so they pushed it the back huh this isn't the summer though did yeah, you say they, they were they, going they... to release it yeah, they, so it they were gonna release it like last April, I think, and then they postponed. Yeah, and then it got postponed. Delayed. It, yeah, yeah. And they said that they were gonna like wait until they could tour off of it, and then they, uh, they decided not to do that, and they released it in like June or July. I can't remember which one. Wait, this says on Spotify. Sorry, the reason I messed up is because this says it re- released February nineteenth, twenty twenty one. That's oh that's is that because of the bonus songs? Yeah, that's because they they keep oh like, doing okay. That's why I was confused. Sorry, that's why I was confused, Nick. I thought I yeah, that's when the sense. the Thundercat remix and the uh, Taylor Swift mm. version of Gasoline came out. Which I never okay, found. Those sorry, versions. that's what I was like. I don't think February's the summer. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it hasn't been summer yet, and they released Contrary it. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> I I almost did this as like my second or third podcast pick ever. I but guess I, yeah, it would have released I, around the time. Yeah, but I, I waited until now to to actually. Oh, Brad's crazy. We started this in June. That is kind of yeah. crazy. The the product of a pretty much I've done it every week, like maybe one week I think, or maybe one or two. We we've released an episode every week. There was one week that we didn't meet. But we recorded two episodes. Oh, that's true. I forgot yes. about that. Yes, we yeah. did that. Look at us. Who thought we'd be here? Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. We're at, we're we're pod fiends. <laughs> we're, we're fiends of the podcast airwaves, just going insane. 
fits crazy. Fiends. The, the we hit those. Can't we hit see that. It. <laughs> They're blind to it in in every way. <laughs> Jordan, you drinking that pho broth right now? Bro, pho is so pho can good, bro. Dude, I still have not <laughs> had pho. Jamie, I, I was talking about Nick this before. We need to go before the podcast or just like go sometime. It's like, I was like, hey, isn't it funny how we like can hang out like not on Tuesday night? But I know, I, I, I know we have before. I know we have. I we should saying. go sometime, but I just, we can't go before on Tuesdays. We can't go before the podcast because I have to work. Okay, that makes sense. Well, Jordan and I can go and we nice can day. tell you about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys go and... Uh, <laughs> FaceTime, snap FaceTime. Yeah. Hey Jamie, this was really good. You should try it sometime. Man, this, this by this, yourself. This this wet anybody. slice of pork is so good. <laughs> you, you had to be. Oh. There. And I, I, pho does look really good. Um, but anyways, so Nick, obviously you're familiar with Heim. Uh, Jordan, did you have any familiarity with this? I don't think so. I feel like I've heard. Oh, you got a you got. Wait, did that come in the vinyl? A, or? Yeah, I have a signed postcard by the the Heim sisters. Jesus, I'm an I'm an authentic fan. I feel like okay, I don't think I know them from anywhere. But did did the song "The Steps" get really popular? It was one of the biggest songs off of this new album. They just played it at the Grammys like Sunday. I feel like. I I heard about it, or no? I I feel like I've. It, it has to either be from. I feel like it has to be from TikTok. If I heard the song anywhere, did it did it get did it blow up on TikTok or no? I don't think I've heard it on TikTok. Is or was the is the beat like sampled or something from something? I like I it sounds familiar. It sounds really familiar. Maybe 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 it's, maybe it's not. But I don't know. I know for me, like the whole thing was fresh. I hadn't heard any of it. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is, it, it, there was, was it was one part, and I never wrote it down, and I don't know why I didn't. Uh, but there's one thing that sounds like a sample of an iconic song, and I can't remember where it was. It was towards like the end or the middle of a random track, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I've heard that. And then it was gone every time, it was always fleeting. <laughs> no deja idea. Vu. Maybe I'll find it sometime. Musical deja vu. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm just I don't trolling also. I can't I can't think of anything. <laughs> Jordan's lying. Accidentally trolling. Mm. Or intentionally trolling. Oh. Uh, Jordan's trolling his own podcast right now. Hey guys, wouldn't it be funny if I just deleted my audio after this and you guys wouldn't even be able to hear this right now because I don't send it to Jamie afterwards? That'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be so funny dude. or or if your computer decided to do that like it has before one time be oh crazy. yeah that was that was one time at, at least my audio is <laughs> not horrible every time like nick's is oh, okay <laughs> okay that was just last <laughs> kidding. kidding i'm kidding i've had my my blue microphone plugged in like all day today so that whenever <laughs> i open audacity it would register that is that has been a nice thing that I didn't even think about, but having a desktop now because I just leave it plugged in. I just move it behind my monitor instead of having to unplug it every time, so it just stays there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's awesome. It's like it's like how it should be. You know, it's mm-hmm. crazy. I love it. Who knew that laptops were the worst way to do things? 
Okay, laptops sometimes are f- they're f- yeah, yeah. like they're decently good. I, I I know people like editing on like MacBooks a lot, like especially like music and stuff, and maybe some files. Mm-hmm. But I I've just heard like it's like a fun. They're also a lot more powerful. Well, not like power. They're just made to do that a lot more. Right. I feel like maybe not a lot more, but like you can. Obviously, you can't game on. Gaming laptops should be destroyed in fires. Yeah, that's but... that's crazy. <laughs> buying a buying a seventeen inch ROG laptop to me that's like crazy. Except actually, I feel like maybe I don't know what the cost is, but maybe it's no, like it's like for... fifteen hundred dollars. It's fifty. Okay, it's um, you could build a desktop for one of those laptops. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say maybe for people who like don't have as much money, there's like a good budget. But I think you can even yeah. build budget gaming PCs as well. Yeah, you could you could probably you could probably do better to build a budget gaming yeah. PC than to buy a budget gaming laptop. Because like <laughs> thermals are so complicated, like they're it's gonna be throttled no matter what. Unless then you have a laptop that's like four inches thick for the heating vents and then it's like what the fuck are you doing bro my it's completely my laptop's four inches thick and it it uh just looks like a plastic brick it looks like a child's toy (laughs) it looks like a it looks like a a child safety proofed laptop yeah (laughs) lenovo get your step your thinkpad (laughs) aesthetics up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, you're just gonna use these for businesses. Who gives a fuck if it looks like a child's Barbie laptop? <laughs> it's like if you take if that, you took one of those. That's if you a great one of the plastic honestly. wall outlet things, like the plastic wall outlet covers, and turn that into a laptop. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I completely come on, agree. Lenovo. Uh, Do better. So yeah. Jordan, not really knowing about the album, what did you think about it? Over. I actually really liked her voice. Los Angeles, I think, is such a good song to start off with because that Hell was like yeah. one of my favorites too. And yeah. like immediately, I was like, "Yo, it's kind of bumping right here." <laughs> um, obviously, I, like I had some ups and downs throughout the album, but as far as it goes, I kind of liked it. I was, I listened to it again while I was actually eating my pho tonight alone, and I was still just like you know kind of enjoying myself. Like I was just like. This is really good, uh, really good music. Just like listen to and like. Uh, Why did you just mention to us that you were listening to it? You were eating it alone. Well, because like I was li- like, why would I be listening to music like with someone? Like if I said I went out to dinner, like I went out to dinner. Oh yeah, I mean I guess I. Okay, yeah, I guess if you went out to dinner, then it would be a weird thing to do. If I just like listen to music, actually, I guess it doesn't matter because like it, it you know. <laughs> Like, if, when I eat dinner here, like, with Vic, we, we have, like, the speaker playing music normally. Yes, but I don't have a fiancé, so, um, or friends, so, no, I'm just kidding. Next time I go on but, a date, I'm going to bring a book, and I'm just going to open it at the table and start <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking say, hey, tell me whenever you're done with your food, and then just put your ear pods in, <laughs> AirPods in. Not even if it's, like, a first or first or second date. Make it, like, a third or a fourth date, just out of the, completely out of the blue. <laughs> Just, just start. Just start watching Twitch in front of. <laughs> pull up a stream. Just start watching YouTube videos. Start start watching Among Us YouTube videos and just watch her die inside. It's despicable. Oh you start God. talking. You go. Wait. 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 I gotta find out who the imposter is. <laughs> I gotta find out who's sus. <laughs> oh my God. Among Us. Sus. 
<laughs> no, no. As far as the album goes, Jamie and Nick, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed their voices. That's fine. Three, I don't. Three of them, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. three sisters. I th- do all three of them rotate singing, or is it just two of them, or is it just one? Because um, I swear I thought it was two. Yeah, uh, Danielle is kind of like the primary vocalist. I, I'd say is, and, is um, but... there's a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer. Who is who? Esty's well, the bassist. I know that from the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, yeah Esty's the bassist. Um, Danielle drums and plays guitar, and Alana. Alana plays more guitar than she does some percussion stuff. I'd say Danielle, like Danielle, kind of switches between drums and guitar. Like, I, I would, I wouldn't classify her as like, like rhythm or lead, versus mm. versus Alana. But um, in like in a lot of their, action. yeah, in in a lot of their um, live performances, Danielle plays drums, but she also switches to like. There's a one of the reasons um I did actually get really, I like check them out more, was because they had this like 15 minute extended like short film music video thing where they just play three songs back to back. And it was um, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, who mm-hmm. is like probably my favorite director ever. If he's not my favorite director, he's definitely like top three. And I was like, oh, he's working with them. Like, I think I was like looking at his IMDb credits one day, and I was like, hey, music video, hi, music video, and um, yeah. uh, and then I checked that out, and that's really cool. And Danielle switches between, um drums and guitar on like the last song on that for sure and like i watched an snl performance that they did a couple years ago i watched that earlier today and danielle just plays guitar in that but in most of like uh, their late night performances that they played on for this album she played a lot of drums like they're all pretty multi-instrumental Esty plays a lot of bass but I, i think i've seen her play guitar too that honestly makes more of a logical transition to me than going from, like, guitar to to, to drums. I mean, you still play mm-hmm. guitar and bass differently, but, like, they're pretty close to the same tunings. I mean, everything's just notes, right? I, I mean, in every <laughs> single enough. instrument, everything is a note. A drum hit is a drum note. That's true. I just wish I, I could strike that. my guitar like I could on a drum. I didn't know that tuning drums was like a thing, and I I read a little yeah, bit. About yeah, yeah, the drum heads. Well, because well, everything is a frequency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, drum heads. You you take your tuning key and you like tighten it to a certain. You tap it, get a little oh. frequency. You know, you tune your your snare either. heads and basses and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And like, if you think about it, like a door, like doorbells, I think are normally like a middle C. Like those are musical mm-hmm. notes too, like doorbells and ringtones and all that shit. It's crazy. You say doorbells? Like, yeah, like when you go. <laughs> that's normally like a. Uh, ding, ding. I, I you can it, tune maybe your, like are you saying jumps you can up tune to your e doorbell. To C. You can't. You can't tune it, but that's like the note that you it just buy it. But it yeah, it plays a tone, and that tone is a musical note. Oh okay, I got you. Because it's all sine waves. What did you say after a doorbell? You said a doorbell or something else. I don't know. I can't remember. I was going to comment on it, but I, I forgot. I, I oh. literally both forgot. 
I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I'll listen to this podcast, and then I'll, I'll comment on it next week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this album just didn't catch me in the right mood all week, but I haven't really, like, listening to it. I just haven't felt like I get it, which is a weird... Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, and this, I feel like this isn't typically a genre I wouldn't enjoy, but I just, at no point I've had, I haven't had it really, like, click for me. I don't know. So it's interesting. I feel like, I feel like we're swapping sides here, Jordan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. There's certain, there's definitely certain songs that I like more than other songs on the album, but I, I really don't skip anything when I listen to it, especially, especially since I have a vinyl, like, that makes sense. But Kayla, like, I, I, Go ahead. I was just saying, I put this on the office, and Kayla was like, "I love this album." <laughs> did she like? She like recognized it, or did she? Yeah, like immediately. To like it? as okay. soon as I started playing it, she was like, "I love this album." She says it's one of her favorite to like drive around to. Oh, Kayla said that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Get get Zach. I mean, they do have seven and, and a half. <laughs> they do have seven yeah. and a half million listeners, so I'm not like, you know, like. What? Somebody else knows about this? Yeah, they're, they're, I feel like they're 7.5 more popular listeners? than I realized. Because like Nick's the only big fan, or I thought, that I really knew. But like, they also have millions of monthly listeners, and that's only on one platform, you know? Yeah. And so, it's so funny, too, because I'm like, like, being in the rap community... I don't know why I said that. As soon as I said that, I'm like, that seems... <laughs> being, in, being... I don't know. Just the way I... I, I don't like the way I worded that. Sorry. You being say, you say someone we, who listens to rap... talk about the, the rap game. <laughs> we, we rap lovers. No, you are in the rap community. Rap that is music. that is fair. Like, that's an accurate statement. <laughs> no, I know. But just uh, for some reason... like you felt too head-ass about saying it. it like that? Yeah, I don't know why. It just doesn't sit well with <laughs> When we, the Carolina Panthers, go out on the football field. Every <laughs> but as someone who listens to rap, sometimes I'm like, I listen to this, like, I see how many people, like this man, I was like, oh, wow, it's probably some, like, some, like, more unknown band. And then I'm like, oh, seven million people listen to them. Even though I don't listen to them, somebody's listening to it, and a lot more people are listening to it than I thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry. I just want to make like a bit like it's like you, when you don't listen to. Me, <coughs> sorry, when you don't listen to a certain genre, you're always like, "Is this even popular?" And then right, and then it's like, like oh. Many, like, "Oh, they are popular." Like when I made the offhand comment that Jack Harlow seems like a children's rapper to me, and you guys were yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Dude, he's funny too. Have you ever seen some of the interviews he does? Nah, no, I haven't. You've never seen any of the. No, but I do like seeing uh, Lil Uzi outside of that school bus or whatever that seems like a lost kid. This is like my third day. At, this is only like my third day out here. <laughs> that video is so well, funny. Uzi, Uzi's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you really like Los Angeles, and it's a decent track, but it does. am I crazy, or does it feel like I'm listening to Sublime? What? Scott? I don't know what... Yeah, it feels a little... Is Sublime a ska band? I think so. I think it's like it's like reggae rock, right? Isn't yeah, that what ska is? But I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, maybe. Jamie, I feel like you'd like this stuff. I, I don't know why. Is 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 Sublime a skull? I think Jamie's confused. Her voice too. is just That's so a thought for later. <laughs> her voice just kind of like carries me throughout the song, like on Los Angeles. I kind of like float on her voice, if that makes sense. Like, like her voice. Yeah, is just like, like I said, I think he just, I think this week he just caught me in the wrong mood. I just I don't know. I can't replicate it perfectly, but in there. Um, In their first album, they got a lot of comparisons to Fleetwood Mac. And, uh, okay. Like Danielle's voice got, um, kind of compared to Stevie Nicks in a way. And they, uh, they did a Fleetwood Mac. Bro, I gotta listen to that first album then. I love Stevie Honestly, Nicks. Honestly, it, it's not like, it's not super similar to, like, it's kind of similar in the sense that it's like, rock music that's not super gritty i guess like yeah i would i mean i would say like a lot of this album it felt more like uh like a soft rock pop rocky kind of with other stuff thrown into it yeah but um but like but like the steps the steps is like super energetic and they get some anger in there and i really enjoy that one and like uh that that and I'm trying to think if there's any other songs like that from their earlier albums. Like that they cover a Fleetwood Mac song. I don't know if they still do at concerts, but in some of their earlier concerts, they would cover a Fleetwood Mac song called Oh Well, I think. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't one that was sung by Stevie Nicks. I think it was sung by Peter Green in the band, maybe. Is it called Oh Well, I think, or Oh Well? Oh, it's just think. called Oh Well. I'm just kidding. Sorry, I just wanted to get stupid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got that, but then I was like, maybe, maybe it's actually called but then yeah mm-hmm. anyway fucking god but yeah they they like they jam like crazy in that song i watched a live performance of it earlier yeah they they seem like a band that i i think i would like a lot more live uh, what uh fleetwood mac or oh no hi i'm sorry i feel like i feel like i would right, like even with this album it's like how i wouldn't watch baseball but i would enjoy a baseball game yeah, you know what? That's how every that's how a lot of people say. That's how a lot of people say. Oh yeah, you baseball pretty baseball, fun to play you? too. Case getting case audience didn't know I'm, I was I'm a former baseball player, former varsity, <laughs> former varsity high school baseball player, JV and varsity. <laughs> oh, both sides of the Ooh. coin. Uh-huh. Well, heads tails action. Yeah, it got me <laughs> so many so many chicks, and I can't even. Didn't you date one, one girl but, for? Uh, Actually dated two girls. Okay. In high school. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I left that life behind me now. But uh, yeah, no, Jamie, I just think I just thought you really I thought you at least like Los Angeles. Los Angeles is just a good song. Like, I, I know. know. I don't know, man. Los Angeles. It's so weird. Like the, the like the first listen I heard. Maybe it was just like the first listen caught me wrong. But like, as soon as it started, I was like. Oh no! <laughs> I'm, <laughs> said, oh no! I I remember the first time I I started the album and started Los Angeles. I was like shocked 
that it starts off with that like i think it's a saxophone just the just the brass i was like what mm-hmm. like this doesn't sound like their last album at all and they they definitely i gotta, I gotta check some, out their other albums yeah they they make some more experimental jumps on this album and i feel like there's yes cha- yeah there, there's change in a lot of like arrangements in the songs like they'll go more acoustic with like leaning on you and man from the magazine but then like i know alone and yeah uh, i think it, all that ever mattered dude uh, yeah, yeah nick those are the two songs i liked but Which i'll ones? tell you why like i, I know all alone. i ever mattered like all i ever all i ever uh all that ever mattered and I know alone because I like okay. how exper- they're kind of experimental a little bit. I feel like they have those like weird like, like sounds in, in them and stuff. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. a little hyper poppy, but not mm-hmm. like full. Obviously, like I feel like they like have a couple things in them, but I I really enjoyed those two tracks. You, cool. You say that, but sorry. Yeah. Continue, continue. Sorry. Um. I think I was yeah I was commenting on the sounds of their album like that this one gets a little more experimental but like it, it still has to me it has like a, a rock and roll like spirit behind it or kind of energy to like the overall thing like or like a maybe not rock and roll but like I don't know I've just gotten more into I, I've heard like like them they say like they feel like they're a rock band Haim does and like uh, and Dawes Dawes talks about like being in a rock band and like i feel like it's it's more of like a spirit thing than it is a specific right. genre classification that's a debate for another time but <laughs> but with their genre. with Heim's uh first two albums their first album is definitely more like kind of just alt rock or like mm-hmm. indie rock and then uh their second album gets more alt pop and also elements of rock and like soft rock like one of their one of Heim's um one of my favorite Heim songs is on their second album. It's called You Never Knew. And I feel like it sounds kind of like uh, Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. But um, I think it was, I saw for Leaning On You. It was it was either Leaning On You or Man From The Magazine. <laughs> Someone on Genius commented and said, <laughs> I can feel the ghost of Joni Mitchell while I'm listening to this song. <laughs> All right. Wait, I don't get that. Joni Mitchell is... If, uh, if you don't know... Yeah. He's just an old, yeah, it, uh, older musician. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? She's she's an she's like a seventies musician. Mm-hmm. Her her biggest song was probably Big Yellow Taxi. Oh okay, but uh, yeah. she she was like seventies singer paradise, Put up a put up a parking lot. Wait, is that her originally? Yeah, she made the original one, and then Counting Crows did the other one. I I I like the Counting Crows one better. Because yeah. don't it always seem to go that you don't know don't what you know got till it's gone? They pay paradise and put up a parking lot. Wow, beautiful. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done now. All right, we're wrapping up the Listen Up podcast. I think Leaning On You was, was, I don't know why I said I think. It was definitely my favorite track on the record. Um, really? Yes. I uh, I really like the melody of the chorus where the, um, what you say, it's hard to keep from fucking up or something like that, but I like the melody of that yeah. line. It takes all that I got not to fuck this up, so won't you let me?
also i really enjoy like it was it was the first time on the album where i was like oh okay okay i see it now where there's like the acoustic solo That's an acoustic guitar in the solo or breakdown. I guess it's a breakdown that goes into a solo. But it's an acoustic guitar that's been mic'd up and, like, really saturated with some sort of, like, effect, either pre- or post-production. But I really enjoy it. Like, listening to that, I go, oh, oh, okay. Yo, she's spitting with her hands. (laughs) Hands spitting. Finger spitting. But I do – I – I don't necessarily enjoy listening to the whole record so much, but I do, I appreciate, like, the just different experimentation throughout it. Like, I really enjoy the inclusion, like, all the saxophone thrown in there. And, Mm -hmm. um, what is it? Another Try had some, like, pretty neat, I think it was trumpet. It was some sort of brass. In, it was towards like the bottom of the mix, but you could still hear it, and it was really cool to hear it towards the. I think it was um, towards the end of that song. Uh, may, maybe it was that. I know in um, I've been down, like in the second, it's in the second verse. I know it's in the second verse mm-hmm. in the last chorus. Um, there's like a low. I don't know if it was trumpet or if it was sax. I'm bad at identifying brass mm-hmm. instruments, but it's just like. It it sax is uh, technically it, a woodwind. I don't believe you. Um, I know it's <laughs> fucked up, but it is because you make the noise wait, with the reed, not a mouthpiece. So that sax is technically a woodwind. That's a common misconception. It's fucked Did you up, say, right? You say it's also flutes it's are entirely reed, made of metal. They don't even use a reed, and it's still a fucking woodwind. <laughs> clarinets are the only clarinets and oboes are the only real like fully wood woodwinds you know what i mean hmm. it's fucked up but yeah what, saxophones what are woodwinds because they use a reed are they not make, all wood huh flutes are made out of metal i mean you can get like a, a wooden flute but typically they're made out of like polished okay i think it's now polished aluminum but it looks now that i'm silver. like thinking about flutes in my head <laughs> my flutes are they, flutes they, they look don't like look just wood. they're entirely yeah. silver <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I was never okay. Advanced, it's probably sex because it's definitely in the I've. You're talking about I've been down, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it, it at the end of it, it's definitely sex and piano. So I would imagine that it's sex that starts earlier that goes into that. Mm-hmm. 
He's, yeah, that's I one wrote of my favorite songs I actually, on the album. I, I really like. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm. I also really like the guitar riff of F U B T. If you will, pooped. The yeah, I like, are you I talking like about guitar, like the, I like the main guitar for that. Yeah, like the I was gonna say the intro guitar riff, but it's like the signature guitar riff of the song. It's mm-hmm. it's throughout the whole song. Yeah, but, yeah. It, it persists. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> it. Uh, I do like. I just love the tone of that. I remember the first time I heard that too, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, damn!" Like it's just. Bro, if all the guitar so sounded good. like that. Sheesh. Um, I don't know. It's I think it's it's a weird thing for me because there is good clean guitar tone to me, but but clean guitar tone for me personally is harder to nail and have me really get into it than like you know overdriven guitar. And this and most of the guitar used on this album. It's also why I don't I don't listen to a lot of Sublime and stuff like that. Because it's that it's that clean sound, but it's not a clean tone that I really love, mm-hmm. which is weird. It, it's hard to it's hard to describe that without it, like if you understand it, you understand it, and if not, if it's, you like listen to the music, you understand it. But if you don't, I don't even know, you know that if you listen to the music, but you, it might just be down to like you you only pay enough attention to that shit if like you play <laughs> guitar or like or if you or if you oh, really okay, listen okay. to it. It's I it's know hard that, to. Like, describe tone chasing but like yeah i don't know i don't i don't fuck with most of it on this album and it's just that's just a personal thing entirely entirely subjective a lot of people praise uh afy from bahamas they praise his Mm -hmm. like clean guitarness and like the oh yeah the quality of his mixes and i Mm -hmm. i've seen like i i saw in like a reddit ama i heard him say in like an instagram live video like I, I just keep hearing him say it over and over. Like people are like, "How do you get such a clean guitar tone?" And he's like, "I I just plug the guitar into the mixing deck and like listen to it with headphones. Like I, I we don't like mic up amps. Like I, we we just record it like straight through." See, like, that's crazy because normally DI signals don't sound that good. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I know um, the the guy who mixes. He's probably mixed all of his records. Um, mm-hmm. I know his name's Robbie. He, uh, he won. I know he won a Grammy for the last Bahamas album for like best engineered, best mixed album. Yeah, that that's the kind of thing where it it will be, especially plugging directly into it like that. It will be wildly different. Whoever is sitting behind like the controls of that of that board, True. that's absolutely True. just like someone's got to have an ear for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about um like the tone of guitars and stuff. I remember the first couple times I listened to the steps before mm-hmm. the album came out. I think it was I think it was the lead single that they mm-hmm. released that wasn't one of the bonus tracks because they came out with Summer Girl, Now I'm in it and Hallelujah. And then they started when when they 
decided to actually release the album in the summer and not like hold it until they could tour they started releasing more tracks from the album and uh i think the steps was the first one but i I just remember listening to it and not loving it right off the bat because the like it, it starts off with the drums and then the guitar comes in and it's just like it's almost kind of like warbly or like it, it like don't don't no 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 it it sounds there's a lot of it, um it's reverb or what but yeah, yeah no it just uh, i didn't i didn't love the tone of that and that like kind of turned me off to most of the song for a while and then hmm. uh I, cu- I couldn't pinpoint when it flipped for me but now i love that song every time it comes on like mm-hmm. I, I really love the the like big um i guess overdriven like it just sounds like like nasty like there, there's another guitar mm-hmm. in the song that's like just like screaming and overdriven i I love i love that and they're um the music videos for it's really good there's like three or four paul thomas anderson directed music videos for this album um are they uh, just friends with him how did they get that how did they swing (laughs) how did did they swing some pta music videos yeah because he doesn't direct for a ton of people like he, he directs for radiohead because he likes them um he directs for he did direct for fiona apple and um mm-hmm. i think it was because he enjoyed her music and also because um they were in like a relationship for a while and oh, uh, she, she, uh <laughs> and then he he's di- he's directed two videos for joanna newsom i think okay um joanna Newsom. she's a she's married to andy samberg yes but oh. she's she's also a very accomplished uh, harp player in her own right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you listen to her, it's like, holy shit, that's crazy. Har- harp, harp is crazy to me. It's like piano, but different it and smaller. So good, nuts. But yeah, it's like piano, but you're dying while you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, he's. You're talking about directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 not married to Maya Rudolph now, but they've been in a relationship and they have a couple kids together. They've been together for like years now. They're not married, but they just got a couple kids together. Who I didn't realize had absolute like pipes until we watched that yeah. Bill Murray Christmas special, and she yeah, was just that out was there crazy. belting shit out, and I was like, Wait, who? Who? What? Maya who, Rudolph. Who Crazy. I don't even know if I know who. Sorry, who might have my favorite name? line out of Pop Star. <laughs> we can't say that shit. No, okay. we can't. Oh, you can't say it. Uh, we no, can't say it, it. It was it was shocking. Whenever like whenever I was watching <laughs> yeah, I was the like, movie and I heard it, can she say that? <laughs> I was like I was like kind of out of focus and I was like, huh? What? She what? Uh, uh, but um, she she was big. Yeah, it's on a scene where there's a lot SNL. going on, and then you're just like. Yeah, she she was big on 
She was big on SNL with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And she's like she's played in all kinds of Oh and stuff yeah. Since yeah, she's oh, she plays yeah. in she Sorry. plays in Grown Ups. That's where you know her from. Yeah, she does. She yeah. does. That's yeah. where we yeah. She plays Connie the hormone monster in Big Mouth. She <laughs> plays uh, Kamala Harris on yeah, I was yeah. Say, I think she does. SNL too. That's that's really funny. Los Angeles. <laughs> it's weird because I can't do that into my mic anymore because you guys are through this little headphone mic. Oh, so I yeah. keep leaning into my mic, but it's it's purely in audacity, not you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get that second monitor, though, come on, Bidey um, baby, give me that stimmy. <laughs> we need the stimmy. Something else I was going to say, too. Um, I don't know. It's not like cheesy. But like I like when there's like intros and outros sometimes, not to like songs, or not 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 to like albums, but to like songs like uh, like up at three a.m. Oh yeah, and th- three a.m. and up from a dream. Yeah, it's got that like, three a.m.'s got that alarm clock, right? Yeah, up from a dream has her like yawning, mm-hmm. and then it like, goes into it, but then it finishes with her like like her alarm clock going off, and then the alarm clock like. Well, it's called like up from a dream, so you probably mm-hmm. she wakes up from a dream, probably. But then, uh, three a.m. has is it, is it an alarm clock? It sounds like no, a three a.m. Yeah, three a.m. It's like a a phone call, right? And then that dude, yep, yeah. That there's that it, guy that's like talking and like leaving a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, quote that, unquote. Like sorry, I, I guess that doesn't come through in audio. There's that little like funky like rhythm in the background like don't 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 and he's like mm-hmm. hey uh yeah I just wanted to call to uh he's basically like yeah you know it's it's a three a.m. it's the hotline bling situation you know <laughs> I know in the hotline bling it's the you up text yeah yeah uh, but uh whenever they whenever they performed that on late night with with Seth Meyers they got Robert Pattinson to record a video of him doing that intro skit. Oh, that's pretty they, funny. Yeah, and they they played that, and then they like went into their live performances. So. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't we, think I don't think that it's like corny to do those. I always enjoy those. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool because then it, so it makes the it love be like, Sosa intro is corny. This is a little, I've never. I've. I'm gonna be honest. Hundred percent. Never listen to Love Sosa. I see all the memes. I don't understand them. I I'm I'm in the same boat, Jamie. I like. I know yeah, the memes I, like. <laughs> I know the memes I just are like never listen. Like, like it never, might be like, the most never pervasive the song. Intro. Yeah, it might be the most pervasive song as far as memes go that I have not once listened to. And that song that people would play from Uzi's new album that would make people they there was the guy pretending to float away on his bed. Never listen to whatever that song was. Wait, which song? Or not. It was off the, the space Uzi? album, the space looking Eternal album. Eternal Tape? Yeah. Eternal Taki. What song? <laughs> Tell me, like, Eternal you know, like, talk. one lyric of it? Absolutely not. It was just like, <laughs> people the, were like, be cutty. When, the, be cutty. when the blank song intro this hits, my brother and died. then it was like a guy, like, floating away. I don't know. I think think about oh. homicide. Eternal Take. I think there was a magician who made someone levitate with a hula hoop and that had that song playing in the background and they said the same thing. Is it called Baby Pluto? Dude, I I have no idea. (laughs) He literally made nothing about the song. 
<laughs> okay, well, you know it's an intro, so go just listen to the intro songs. <laughs> but I don't know that I don't know that it was. I don't know. <laughs> Damn, this is tragic. Yeah, I thought I thought three a.m. was a pretty neat mashup of like uh, that was one of the ones to me that had the most like different kind of genres. It felt a little West Coast hip hoppy. If are that so are they from L.A. Because this seems yeah. like an L.A. album. That's what I thought, uh-huh. and and I didn't think she was camping in Los Angeles when she talked about it being the city of that was her home, because uh-huh. like <laughs> this feels so West Coast, walking in the sunshine, on like the fucking boardwalk to me. Yeah, and uh, that that's probably one reason why they connect with Paul Thomas Anderson to agree to a degree. Like, is he uh, a LA kid too? Um. I don't know how much he like if he if that's where he grew up. I know he went to like he went to some film classes at NYU. He didn't pay for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plagiarized like a script from a play from like a super famous play by this like super famous screenwriter and turned it in. And mm-hmm. the professor gave him like a C minus, and he was like, "Okay, well, literally everyone thinks this is like." like fucking amazing so like if you're gonna give me a c minus i don't value your opinion and then he just stopped going to class and he started making movies <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and now that professor probably died t- much much more broke than paul thomas anderson is right now. <laughs> um, next I, time my engineering professors give me a wrong answer <laughs> i'm gonna say you know what you're probably just a hater <laughs> and it's probably right, and then just stop going to class and fail all my classes. <laughs> you great. should do that. <laughs> Go for it. Pretty much what's happening right now, except the me saying that they're wrong part. But uh, oh, uh, 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 what were you saying about Paul Anderson? Uh, but he like some of his biggest movies are like uh, Boogie Nights and uh, Magnolia, which is like. Boogie Nights is all about California in like the seventies. Uh, Magnolia is like a big California set story. Um, okay. Trying to think if there's anything. I know his next movie that he's coming out with is filmed like it's like I think it's like a high school. Um, it it's some kind of like it involves a like child actor from a high school. I think it, it it's in California in the seventies. And Didn't one of the he do the Grand Budapest Hotel? No, that was Wes Anderson. Fuck, I always get them in my brain confused. It's the Sun Connection. What's the What's the uh, director's name again? Paul Thomas Paul Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul, okay. Paul Anderson. You've Which probably... one's the one that looks weird with the glasses? Weird with the glasses? Yeah, I'm going to have to Google that one. You're not going to understand what I mean by that. <laughs> um, oh, I'm yeah, thinking of Woody pro- Allen, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Wow, I had probably, no idea what Paul Thomas Anderson looked like. Yeah, you probably he don't know scary. anything that he's made. He looks scary. You're probably thinking of uh, that guy that made... You're probably thinking of J.J. Abrams, probably. Oh. The, guy, the guy with the glasses? You're probably thinking of J.J. Abrams. Paul Thomas Anderson looks like he would beat my ass, and I don't know why. What? <laughs> this is, just this is entirely... Not who I thought this was, I, but I know like his name and I know some of his movies. It's just crazy like he, because I honestly just like I love his like rebel spirit and energy. Like there's a director's commentary for one of his movies, like one of his early movies, where like 
like uh if you like watch the deleted scenes and like commentary he's just talking over the scene and he's like oh my god i can't even think right now i have to take a fucking piss so bad and he like you hear him stand up and walk away from the mic (laughs) that's awesome what and then he like wes anderson looks like a fucking rat (laughs) We're, we're just roasting directors right now he looks like he would make the movies that he does I, I which can is, get behind which that is fine, just like a, just like a hyper stylized, like color saturated movies. Yeah. yeah. But Paul Thomas Anderson has made. Um, now let me see what Woody Allen looks like. Paul Thomas Anderson has made one of two of Adam Sandler's only like serious movies ever. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you it, mean Uncut Gems? No, he didn't make that. That's the the second one, but the first oh, one was that movie crazy. Yeah, it's really good, but the the Wait, first Willie really Fox. Yeah the the first the first serious Adam Sandler movie is called Punch Drunk Love, and mm-hmm. I I bought it on Blu-ray because the Criterion Channel was selling had like a flash sale. I bought it like two weeks ago, and I'm I'm saving it for like a special occasion when I'm like in a good mood to like watch Aww. a movie that I like really want to enjoy i'm gonna try and watch it with william sometime in the next few weeks because we're we're kino guys together we, we stick yeah, together true and now you get the vaccine what? so yeah. it's it's uh, safe why is yeah. that so sweet woody ellen's the you weird guy with us? the glasses i was right anyway sorry man, yeah that was cute thank you he uh woody allen looks weird and uh he has a very uh disputed personal history that we won't get into on the podcast but was never charged. I think he was charged and acquitted. Oh, I thought I saw he was never charged. Never mind. We we will not he, get into that. They they just came uh, out with like an Allen versus Pharaoh docu series on HBO Max, like resurfacing the allegations oh, really? and stuff to to fire up people about him because he is like creepy. But yep. Uh, <laughs> I thought is... Hallelujah was pretty decent of a track. Yeah. It's just, it's a very grateful, um, like, mm-hmm. f- just full of gratitude track. That was the, the last single that they came out with. It was like a bonus track for the album. But mm-hmm. um, it's good. I do enjoy it. And that, I that entirely it. sums up my notes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let me scroll through. I didn't, I never heard, so at the end of Man from the Magazine, like they they finished the last chorus, the you don't know how it feels, you don't know how it feels. They they end that with, to, I just feel dirty saying it, like the C word, like. You don't know how it feels, you don't know how it feels. it with the c word yeah yeah, yeah they say there. you don't know how I, it feels I, to be the and like i heard it and i was what? like huh and then i what? like rewinded what it and I, was, and I was like nope that's exactly what it says oh i just heard it wow i went right <laughs> to the part <laughs> <laughs> right to it. but yeah i uh um 
I just admire that song for what it is, like speaking out about their position in the industry, about like uh it's always been like the the line in the first verse about um Man from the magazine like uh saying like do you make the same faces in bed? That's that's uh like someone asked Esty that, the bass player, because whenever she plays bass, if you watch her own video, she like it, she calls it like bass face like she always like moves her head and she like makes like like faces like no and, yeah uh, i got you and he and someone asked her that and she like made some kind of joke off of it and she said like now if somebody asked her that she just want to like punch him in the face because like they have so much success under their belt and she realizes like how much like their their worth and could can put forward as a band but back then they were just like oh we're just trying to make it like whatever i'll just like blow this guy off and like just just like let him say just whatever imagine thinking that it was okay to ask that question like i just can't yeah. get in in the head of like weird m- m- like masculine shit like that yeah. <laughs> imagine so just being soul. like yeah i can just ask a complete stranger this and that's totally an okay thing to do mm-hmm. like what a fucking asshat you have to be to just not process that that's like a super weird boundary crossing fucked up thing to do and just be like, like yeah i can be a piece of shit willingly <laughs> to like what be, did he ask again he he asked her if like uh like she she makes a lot of faces whenever she plays bass and he said like do you make those same faces in bed and oh i didn't hear the bed part yeah like how how the f- how the fuck does that go through your thick skull so you're like <laughs> yeah like, this is an acceptable thing to ask another person <laughs> that's to like so who i'm not in to any like sort be of an interviewer with for like a publication that like uh, yeah it's not like even that it's just it's not even that to me it's like like going up to a complete stranger like if you were at the grocery store and you asked him like that like <laughs> taking away any sort of titles or placement you have to be yeah. such a fucking psycho to just <laughs> yeah. to just whip that out to me like that's crazy yeah, you do you do so it's self-conceited kind of and like your head is like licking your colon you're so far up your own ass <laughs> to like ask that it's crazy to me like stuff no, like that always has always bothered me Go off, off, go off. Like, you just have to be such a piece of shit. You do. I don't... It's crazy. It's like... It's just like... Ugh, I don't want to get... We're not going to get into the whole entire argument, but it's just I don't like... Know. That, it'd be another half hour. But, like, it, stuff know, like that like, is, is like, mind-blowing to me. That there are people who like just go, good music- this is a, it's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's like a good musician. This man's like... Yo, so how are you in bed? Yo, how do you come? Like, what? You fucking (laughs) moron. Go fuck yourself, uh, bro. Seriously. Uh, Crazy. People are awful. That's all all you really need to know. Um, There are good people out there, but... uh, Crazy. If by, like, 20, I feel like they haven't gotten it, maybe, like, 25, (laughs) I don't want to They're hopeless and they need to be, like... They need to be fucking jailed. I feel like it's like a lost cause at that point. Like, like the same, you, you the just same dumbasses doing things like hashtag not all men. Like no shit, you fucking moron. You don't have the critical <laughs> thinking skills to understand how people talk to where you think they literally mean everybody. You fucking idiot. You should not be able to have a license for a car. You're going to kill Damn. someone sober because you're stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> God, that, that pisses me off so much. <laughs> That's so good, Jamie. It's okay. I can I, I can rant about this for a long time. I love it. So I, was, I, really I hope you don't take my laughing as devaluing the situation. I'm just no, I'm, it, I'm enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, it, because because we're not degenerates. So it's it's a situation of absolute absurdity to us. Yeah, you yeah, might as well look at a Dali painting and go, "Wow, that clock got really hot. It's melting." <laughs> like, come on, what the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus. So, do but we want to rate this album? I guess. I was. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I do want to say. Yeah, give us. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. My um, my favorite songs are probably, uh, the steps. I've been down, and then we we never talked about gasoline, but that's that's one of my favorite songs on the album. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't talk about that one because I didn't really like it a whole lot. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm it's one of the sorry, more popular continue. ones. But it was one of those ones. It, I mean, even got even got the the T Swift remix, and I was that was one that I wasn't like. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, sorry, Nick. Tell me, tell me why you yeah, do like. Why it, do though. you like it? Yeah, maybe um, you convert me. I did. Uh, it was one of the songs that I liked when I first heard the album. But uh, um, what really cemented me liking it was watching. They have a performance that they did for Jimmy Kimmel Live where um, they like it was like a live performance that Danielle did drums, Esty did bass, Alana did guitar. And they set up in the parking lot of like a huge stadium in L.A. called the Forum. And since they couldn't like play live or very popular, uh, very popular popular venue. venue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like they they recorded the, the song like at sunset with, with everything mm-hmm. mic'd up in the like huge vacant parking lot and just that that video is really cool the way they shot it it's nothing like super artful but the the video itself is is just really well done and i there's just like that song especially but so many songs like i've been down um just to, the drums just hit like so like hard the, the drum and bass so, so many of the rhythms are just like so fantastic on this album like mm-hmm. this album and you can see it if if when they do it live you can see them like really get into the groove like with their like entire body kind of groove yeah uh-huh like seeing seeing danielle play the drums at the grammys and like seeing her in that jimmy kimmel video like they do like a bit of an extended intro for the song on the jimmy kimmel video and i don't know it's just I, uh, um, there's just, the song sounds like dreamy, especially towards the end, towards the bridge where it's kind of like saccharine in a way where it's like, uh, sorry, I was about to ask if you knew what saccharine meant, like patronizing my fellow podcast hosts. I didn't know what the word meant. Until I have like no idea what saccharine means. It means like overly... it's okay, Nick. You you would have assumed right. But... <laughs> it means like overly sweet, like uh, um, like doesn't isn't like saccharine a... a form of sugar? Maybe I don't know. I, I've just I heard think it. It's one of those chemical names. I got you. I've heard it used as like describing a memory as saccharine means like oversweetening it or like saturizing it, like. Uh, um saturating it to like the point where it's like um like you remember it better than it was basically mm-hmm. like a lot of like rose colored glasses sure uh you say like glasses rose colored glasses 
Oh yes, rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I, just I was like, I thought that was a more common expression. Am I, am I crazy? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> but uh, like, um, the instrumentation paired with the lyrics about like, it it's it seems kind of like like a on again off again relationship or like people that are like high off the rush that they like share when they're together it's it's a very like i guess poppy in a in a lyrical strong uh, song structures sense Mm -hmm. like i feel like i hear pop music that that kind of glorifies like i don't know relationships like that or something i'm kind of just making assumptions now but (laughs) <laughs> but some, something about something about that song I, I always love that song gotcha but that's nice that's pretty much it I like the guitar solo at the end of all that ever mattered too Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I just kind of like that song also a lot. Mm-hmm. So. It's it, it's like... It's That's like, all I wanted to say about that. Nice. Mm-hmm. All, all That Ever Mattered and like uh, Up From The Dream. That's the uh, Metallica song? All oh. That Ever Really Mattered. Wait, no, that's Linkin Park. What the fuck? I was about to I say, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, you, you, I, tried you kinda... to make, I tried to make a joke about nothing else matters. Yeah, that's it. Nothing else. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't. I've. I've broken my mind. Joke gone. Okay. Anyway. Joke machine broke. I, I tried to say. I tried to make a joke on nothing else matters and sang the melody or the tune of. In the end. In the end by Lincoln Park. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on with my brain right now. We're just I've been, a big I've been genre up all day, man. Daylight, in this, David, in this daylight Savings Times has been whipping my ass for the last three days. It's crazy. My brain has, has not bad. worked properly. It's been weird. It's, it's a weird time. It is. Funky. <laughs> I'm feeling funky. Time. Messing me up. Right. So then, Nick, you selected this week. So you, what is, what is your rating for this album? And then, and then Jordan, and then I'll go and announce next week's. I'm gonna give her uh, a a big old eight point five. Big old eight point five coming in coming in strong with eight. I have to I have to compensate like for your rating, Jamie, because I know it's not gonna be you don't you don't it's don't not know gonna be up gonna to par. It. We don't compensate here. We tell from now the that, heart. That that's my authentic rating. 
they're, they're a band I've okay. loved for a while. Jordan. Loved all the all the chances they took on this album. They really succeeded with it. Loved it. It's cool. I like the. I dig the the fusion and the experimentation. Mm-hmm. Jordan, right, what do you feel? Yep. Yep. Um, I'll probably say. I'll give it a six point five. Six point five. Nice coming coming in with the heavy, the heavy Woo-hoo. hitter. I feel like it's a decent. I feel like it's a DC. It's a DC one. DC Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I I appreciate the the experimentation and stuff, but I just my heart was telling me four and a half. <laughs> I don't know. There were there were only two songs that I saved in my library to like listen to later. This is true. There's only three songs I saved. Maybe myself. maybe I'll revisit it when when I'm when the this the weather's better. I don't know. When you when you feel like an ally. I got you. When you don't hate women you... as much. <laughs> oh. This was the first time we've explicitly said that it's all women. <laughs> and you gave it a. Four but minutes. yes, apparently wow, I mean we we all we all gave so, we all gave uh, Adele's album a good rating. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. you you went on a yeah, you went on a anti-misogynist rant earlier. We're good. I did. I we got the about how fucking here. stupid and crazy you have to be. <laughs> uh, so that brings this one to oh man, I I hit sort and it didn't follow it. Where'd it go? Oh, brings the, it tied, oh, the... tied at twenty first with another Nick pick. This. Sound and Fury, both at six and a half. Oh, okay. really? Sound and Fury nominated for Best Rock Album of the Year at the Grammys, lost to The Strokes, The New Abnormal, the the only album it should have lost to, if it if it was going to lose. I'll I'll accept that. I really both gotta check that good. out because I don't think I'm sleeping on The Strokes. I think I just don't like The Strokes. But maybe if I listen to that album, you know. The first song on that album is just I don't so good. know why I gave Sound and Fury a six and a half. I feel like I should have given that higher. Despicable. It's always hindsight 2020. I should have given Meet the Woo 2 10. Can, sure. can, can we have one day where we just go back? Bro, honestly, I was thinking about that. Kind of like kind of like how we just like just like one. we broke just up like we broke up our ratings like with the two month guest spot. I kinda I, I wanna spitball, throw around some ideas of like like one-off episodes to like just break up the three cycle sometimes you know i'd be down maybe hey maybe we'll put that back there but we'll have to start a Wait. new one because we got to have the real ratings and then we'll have the re-ratings you know what i mean mm. we could do like one re-rating though just like one in the oh, real one though. i don't know we, we just, 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 just one just why one. would we have a meeting i want to give me the woo right? too <laughs> A ten, okay. That's all I want. Just let me do it. I want to give it a real. I don't think I've listened to any album more. Okay, I gave it a nine because I wasn't convinced in myself. Okay, yeah. Shoot for the stars a nine too. Yeah, I'll give that one a nine. Okay. There's okay. some songs I still haven't fully come around to. Well, we'll we'll have to consult with with our with our <laughs> with our um elders. Don't make me make elders. you guys listen and to meet we'll the have blue to see, one. We'll have to see what is acceptable we'll, we'll figure that out we'll workshop that one um 
But now I can announce that next week, I am pleased that we're going to get super weird. I'm terrified. I am I am pleased to announce that we are going to be doing probably the weirdest album that might be the least liked by this person. That's just a guess based on his general audience of Chaco wearers. I feel like they don't really fuck with it that much. But it's an album that I really love. Uh, we're going to be doing 22 A Million by Bon Iver next week. Oh, sweet. Okay. We're talking about Nick or me? No, I, you're the, no, like, no. He's talking like people, about like Chaco people who, re- who are yeah, people who are really oh. into like skinny love and hollow scene are probably scared oh, okay. of twenty two a million. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. true. But I, but I think it's really good. I have a spoiler alert. I chose an album I like. <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! Don't 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 let us uh, what guess what your rating that, might be. Man. Oh, sorry, I That's didn't crazy. Need to... But I am I am. I was going to do, and Nick knows, I was going to do an even weirder departure from literally anything else we have done so far, but I'm not going quite that far this time. Thank you for not. We will, though. (laughs) We will, though, because I'm interested. Bony Bear. I just want to see what what that will culminate into. We we Uh, listen to Bone Iver. But yeah, dude, we're going to be doing 22 A Million by Bony Bear. I'm 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 excited, I'm excited for this recording. Yeah. Which we might we we talk about it later, but I just realized today that we might not be able to record next Tuesday. Um cuz I'll be in a car. Wait, why not? I was on thinking the way about to Denver. That. We'll, we'll talk about it post pod. We'll, we'll we'll figure that. We'll okay, figure okay, that. Okay. Uh for now, what have we been listening to? Me, I've been listening to this album obviously. Uh, a few different unnamed albums because they might make later appearances, but I was just trying to narrow down my selection for this week. Uh, and then just one day I list, I was like, I'm going to listen to this. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is, this is a hit. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything else. I should check out the other Haim albums. Yeah, man, go but for I don't it. have anything else I've been listening to. Yeah. But like, I'm super surprised that, uh, the song you never knew, off of their second album called Something to Tell You. I'm surprised it's not bigger than it is because it it just has such like a smooth, groovy like instrumentation and Danielle's voice sounds like amazing on it. I I just love that song. And it's like the only song that has like a scratch on it on the vinyl that I have for that album. It's Oh the, damn the Amazon pressing has a little scratch on it. It's just it's tragic. It's so sad. Your little Oof. plastic outer sleeve didn't help you. What'd you say? No. No, it was scratched <laughs> pre-plastic <laughs> album, album screen. I know, I just case. thought it was funny. But, uh... You been listening to anything this week, Jordan? Uh, pretty much same old, same old, but... I've been listening to this song called Bipolar by Jack Boy a lot. I really like it. And it's, uh, I think it's by... Oh, no, Jesse made another one. Wait, is it? Wait, sorry, oh. I, I have to look now just so oh. I'm not... Jordan said the wrong producer tag. Uh, oh, Come the wrong I think it is uh, car commercial. Yeah, yeah, it, no, no, it, it, it is, it is. Okay. But I, I really enjoy that song a lot right now, like a lot, a lot. Um, I started listening to the Y&R remix, which is the TikTok song that got really popular. They were like... 
I'm in love with Benjamin Frank. Uh, Lynn. Oh, okay. I, 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 I one like Phoebe Herman. Like... And it's not on music platforms. Apparently, they took it off or something. Bro, I hate that, man. But, uh, I want to listen to so much I, stuff that's not on major platforms. I know, right? Like, am I going to go to YouTube for music? Fuck no. No, you're going to go... I'm going to not listen to it. SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm going to find SoundCloud's really else. good for that. I just go... SoundCloud has a lot of good... Damn, music, if obviously. only. Yeah. Damn, son, where'd you find that? But yeah, that's pretty much it. Just gotcha. all the what everyone's listening to. I've been gotcha. trying to listen to better stuff. My newer stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, mix it up a little bit. I get that. Mm-hmm. I've still been listening to that, that Kings of Leon album. It's great. I mm-hmm. love it. Um... It is good. I've been listening to it a little bit more, too. I do enjoy it. Yeah. I've been listening to some older Heim, um, some Avid Brothers, Mm -hmm. since I watched that documentary last week. Um, I watched a Jim Carrey documentary. It was really good. Um, Okay. It's called The the Truman Show, right? Yeah. uh Uh-huh. When he was Mm -hmm. was first uh, coming onto the, the scene, they actually put him into an enormous experimental TV show in real life, in our world, not in a fictional Yeah, world. that was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's like the Mandela effect, so none of us remember it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, there's a, a guy who is pretty good friends with the Dawes guys named Blake Mills, and he's also an mm-hmm. accomplished, like, producer, musician in his own right. Um, people, like, really really renowned him for his guitar playing. He produced Sound and Color. Um, uh, a hit. But he, yeah, he came out with an instrumental album with a renowned bass player named Pino Palladino. And I listened to that when I was mm-hmm. doing homework on Sunday. Nice. And that's mostly it. That's it. All right. Well, then with that, we can round it out. And, you know, we just wanted to say thanks again for listening this week. And remember to tune in next week where we're going to be taking a look at 22 a million by Bon Iver. Uh, be sure to listen to it. So you can kind of have your own thoughts and mentally join in the discussion. Uh, you can also actually join in the discussion by leaving a comment on your thoughts on this week's album or episode. Uh, you can either leave that at YouTube or you can also tweet them at us. We're on Twitter at, at list up podcast. And that account, as well as all of our personal handles, are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. Uh, you know, if you did enjoy this episode, leave a rating or review wherever you got it. Uh, then we can share the love, baby. Uh, for now, we'll catch you next week. And remember to listen up. Mm-hmm.